Hi, everyone. I have some big news that I want to share with you before we get to our podcast today. I wanted to let you know that Path 11 TV is actually launched. However, we are going to be throwing a party on November 11th at 11 a.m. with Suzanne Northrup. She's an evidential medium, and she's going to be talking with us about mediumship and after-death communication on November 11th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then after that, Suzanne has agreed to give people who sign up for a yearly membership a free gallery reading over Zoom. So the readings necessarily aren't guaranteed, depends on how many people sign up. Um, But once you sign up for your annual membership for $59, we are going to email you the Zoom link to enter into the gallery reading over Zoom with Suzanne on 11-11 at 12 p.m. So we are really, really excited about this. And we decided to discount the annual membership by 40% off the regular price until our launch on November 11th. Once November 12th hits, The price is going back up, so I would really love for you to take advantage of your annual membership for $59. With that, you are going to get free access to a gallery reading with Suzanne Northrup, and you can check out her website if you haven't heard of her yet, SuzanneNorthrup.com. And uh, if, if you sign up before November 11th, you will be able to enter into that Zoom room with her, and hopefully you will get your own reading. So head on over to Path11TV.com. You can register for that annual membership now for $59 and start watching all the content that we have. There's some wonderful stuff on there. I know you're going to enjoy it if you love listening to our podcast. Oh, and by the way, If you've just been listening to the podcast, we have the video um, podcast for Path 11 over on Path 11 TV. So you can't see them anymore on YouTube, but you can watch them for free at path11tv.com. All right, guys, let's get to our show. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the Path 11 podcast. I am your host, April Hanna. At the Path 11 Podcast, we are here trying to deliver leading-edge research on consciousness, healing, and metaphysics. And just like you, we are trying to answer the big questions about life. Who are we? Why are we here? And what is our purpose? We hope by listening to our podcast, it will make each day you live on Earth a little easier to understand. And now for today's podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Path 11 podcast. I am so excited about our show today because we are going to be talking about numbers and I love numbers and combination of numbers and numerology. And our guest, Nassim Siegel, is going to be joining me today. Wanted to let you know that you can watch our video podcast on path11tv.com for free. Uh, We have a membership that is now available to you and you can purchase a membership with 25% off. I'm going to give you a code today. It's going to be good until December 31st. If you type in podcast 25, you will get 25% off the first three months. We are launching this. We have a special event on 11-11. So we're going to talk to Niceem about that and see what she says about the number 11. Uh, But we are going to have special guest Suzanne Northrup, who is a psychic medium. She's going to be doing some live readings. And we're going to have some freebies and giveaways for people that sign up for a membership and are joining us on our launch. And I've also invited our guest today to 
to uh, come back to Path 11 TV and do some live readings for people on January 11th of 2021. So that's another thing that you guys can look out for. Once we launch Path 11 TV, we are going to be doing something special on the 11th of every single month. We will have a live event and a guest interacting with you, the audience. So if you are ready to hear about numerology and numbers, I would like to introduce you to our guest, Nassim Siegel. She is also known as the numerology coach, and she is the founder of Siegel Online LLC, which is a holistic coaching and training firm. So she was telling me before we got online that she is like corporate, 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 had some corporate <laughs> background. Um, she's actually going to share with us a very intimate and personal story of something that happened to her back in 2008, which really ignited her psychic ability and intuitive ability. But she's been very quiet about it, actually, up until most recently. And she's always been doing numerology in the background without letting anybody know. And now she has broken free. She's out there. She's put herself <laughs> out there. Um, her website, thenumerologycoach.com, you can check out as well but she has been practicing numerology for 30 years. Um, and this is something that she learned from her dad. So I'm really excited to hear more about what he taught her because she said this isn't a type of training that you can find anywhere. Um, she also completed her coach training at the University of Texas in Dallas in 2018. She is an ICF certified coach and holds dual brain-based neuroscience coaching certification. So she's well aware of what's going on with the brain. And she sits on the board of experts for themindful.com, an online wellness magazine, and frequently works with senior executives, business owners, and other professional coaches. Nassim, welcome to the Path 11 podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yes. So, okay. I have to hear this story. So uh, before we kind of get into the numerology that you do and, you know, what your dad had taught you and the business that you're running now, uh, I know that you have a personal story to share, which is also what kind of drew you to the Path 11 podcast and why you felt kind of compelled to contact us and say, hey, I'd like to be on your show. Thank you. So first of all, yes, um, I, I really felt very connected to your personal story, April, and that's what drew me to your podcast. Um, and so I appreciate you having me here. And uh, for all the listeners out there, you know, COVID is in full swing around the globe and it's causing all kinds of havoc for everybody, you know, and I'm seeing more and more um, often on social media, people posting things about, I just can't take it anymore. You know, I'm going through so much stress. And even my younger sister, who's a psychotherapist in San Francisco, the fires are raging over there. She's been quarantined for how no, who knows how many months. And it's really taking a toll even on uh, people who are in the uh, helping profession. And uh, so it got me thinking about my personal story. And I, I have never really publicly announced um, what I went through uh, about 10, 12 years ago, um, I had an incident or a, a stack of incidents, I guess, that were very stressful for me personally. I lost someone very, very close to me. Um, I was in an extremely stressful job um, and there was some legal issues surrounding that. And I was you know, transitioning into a different place in my life. And I just, it was more than I could bear. And at that time, uh, it turns out that I had uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. I was diagnosed um, I went through all t all types of treatment uh, for about two and a half years. I was taking medication daily, about six or eight different medications. Uh, so from morning, noon to night, um, I was seeing two or three different therapists. I had 
uh, you know, tried all kinds of healings. I went to different types of uh, light healers and energy healers and just couldn't find anything that really could get me pushed past um, all of that anxiety and stress that I had gone through. And so I just, you know, I had to step back. Um, I, I made a pretty big change in my life. I ended a relationship that I'd been in for over a decade. Um, I shifted out of my career that I was in and I really started to search for ways to heal myself in a healthy way that was not dependent on, um, on any kind of drug. And that's what brought me into meditation. But uh, to go back a little farther, what actually prompted my PTSD episode is we had to go to my childhood, which, you know, who wants to do that, right? Um, but at that time, uh, when I was about five or six years old, my parents uh, you know, were dealing with some financial issues in Texas. There was the uh, savings and loan crisis. We lost everything. And we ended up having to move to another state. And uh, my parents were in a very difficult uh, situation in their relationship. They were on the verge of separation and divorce. But prior to that, I, I had a premonition one night. It was about two o'clock in the morning. My mother happened to be awake and we were staying in someone's basement. My three, my two sisters and my my parents and I, and the premonition was of someone who uh, I didn't really see their face, but it was a man and I saw a knife and I saw all the faces of everybody in the household and I was crying about it. I was really upset. It bothered me, this dream. And my mother came over, she comforted me and she was like, everything's going to be okay. And uh, she went to sleep. I went to sleep. And within two hours, uh, someone had broken into our home uh, he grabbed a knife out of our kitchen and he started to just go to town with them, um, all, all kinds of trauma and, and scary stuff. And so from that moment, when I was about, like I said, six years old, I realized that there was something different about me. And although I didn't know what it was, every time I would have a nightmare, I thought, oh, my gosh, something bad's going to happen. And so I live with that trauma for many, many years. And I had other premonitions and I had other uh, intuitive instincts about things. And it was known in my family and I would talk to them about it, but I never really consulted anybody outside of that. Um, and so long story short, um, my father who taught me numerology started teaching us when I was about eight years old, so a few years later. And uh, he really helped encourage me in this development. And so I would go and test it out on people and try different things. And uh, there was one incident when I was about 14 years old where someone who I did not know, it was a stranger, uh, she and I were having a conversation. I started to do her numerology because it's just what I did. And at that moment, she got very angry that a young person could know so much about her and could offer her so many uh, different ways of looking at situations in her life. And uh, she abruptly ended the conversation. She got very angry. And that also <laughs> kind of was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to talk about this stuff anymore. <laughs> you know, it was a little scary. So I kind of yeah. shut that down, too. And it became just a family deal. And I would sometimes pull it out at parties like, hey, everybody, let me do, your, you know, <laughs> numerology. But um, yeah, so from that point forward, I really hadn't talked about it much, but it's always been there. It's, it's always been part of my life. And uh, now I'm out. I'm, I'm not I'm going out and uh, <laughs> talking about it. And I'm getting so many uh, wonderful opportunities and so many um, uh, great uh you know, opportunities to meet people like you and to talk about it with uh, the public and to also integrated into my coaching, um, which is something that I've been working on in the background for about two years. 
Um, so I've, you know, really just enjoyed this. Uh, I hate to take this term out of context, but the coming out of my uh, ability to uh, to do numerology and, and be an intuitive. And so uh, it's been it's been an interesting process. And I'm I'm hoping that the people that are going through uh, the trauma of COVID right now and everything else that's going on in the globe will listen to me and know that I'm very skeptical about everything. I'm very corporate. I like things to be a certain way. And uh, I'm not woo woo. But I realized that after 10 years of you know dealing with PTSD and coming out of that terrible place in my life that there's a lot more to this world and this universe than what we see. And you have to really let go and have the faith that everything in, is put into our life for a reason and uh, you can handle it, you can do it. So that's my message for anybody who's listening who's going through trauma right now really doesn't know what to do or how to, how to overcome it. There is hope. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think it's really important because, you know, you're not alone in PTSD. I mean, I feel like you can't really be alive on earth without some sort of trauma. I mean, everyone is going to experience some sort of trauma. Some people will be on the mild end. Some people will be on the extreme end, but it's a, uh, this is a tough place to live. Um, yeah. And, uh, and I know that your story is probably going to inspire some people because one of the really key things that you mentioned is being afraid of the psychic ability. And I can't tell you how many people I have come across that have had a premonition like that, and then they would shut it down. Mm -hmm. And, it was like they would get really scared there would be so much fear build up and then it was like they wanted nothing to do with anything woo woo or anything having to do with energy healing or meditation or anything like that and um and i i can see how that can be that in itself is traumatic outside of the trauma that you witnessed as well so you know before we kind of move a little bit more into numerology can you at least talk about the transition that you made of no longer becoming fearful or afraid of your intuition and how you were able to overcome that to now embrace it and not be afraid if you do have premonitions that maybe don't look so pretty. Um, and then you can also have other premonitions that are like really wonderful and beautiful too. So how did you overcome that fear? So I think that, um, I think I was a little older um, and it was probably around the time that my father really started to uh, talk openly about um, numerology with us and, and his family dynamics and history with Ayurveda and, and holistic healing. Um, so I think that I, I can't say I, I know for sure this is exactly what happened, but I will say, April, that at some point in my youth, I, I realized that it just was and I didn't try to fight it, um, but I wasn't really sure why. Why, why do I have this ability? What, what makes me special? Um, what am I supposed to do with it? You know, and that those answers actually have only started to just arrive and I'm almost 40 years old now. Um, so it does take time, but you know what I realize? Um, things don't happen, bam, like that whenever we want it to. Things happen at the right time. Things get unfolded. And the more I was willing to be honest with myself and be authentic with myself and not have that fear of well, what is other people going to think about me? And, um, you know, I don't want to be weird. Um, you know, all this kind of stuff. The more I let go of those 
blankets, you know, those security blankets, um, the more everything started to make sense. And it's okay. It's it, things happen in the right time. And I think if anybody else is struggling with this feeling of, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? It's not all bad. And if you start to realize that everything in the world is all about energy, right? And we're here having an experience together, but there's so much more going beyond what we can see. Um, and you're safe and you're loved and it everything's going to be just the way it should be. Um, if you're going through a difficult time right now, that may be an opportunity for a you know lesson, expansion, and growth on a spiritual level. It doesn't have to be the end of the world, right? Or if you're going through a wonderful time right now, this might be you know the time for you to really embrace all the the love and beauty that the universe has presented to you, and to share that with others, and to be generous with others, and show others how they can also achieve those things. And I don't mean material stuff. But I'm talking deep personal happiness and resonance with um, with the world around you and the community that you have around you. Yeah. So tell me more about the training that your dad gave you. You mentioned a little while ago about Ayurvedic. Um, is that from that's from India? Ayurvedic. Yes. Is that from India? So, yeah. yeah. So tell me more. Like, how did he learn this? And you know, what was he you know trained in? And how this how what he taught you really is, you can't find it anywhere. It's like what he, you know, his teachings and what he learned and what's been passed down. Right. So my father's from India, uh, hence the name Nassim, which is actually an Arabic name. And my mother is from Texas. She's got blonde hair, green eyes, (laughs) doesn't look anything like me. I don't look like any of my parents. So we're biracial family. Mm -hmm. Um, And my father's family is, um, they are from New Delhi, and uh, they actually came to India about, I think he said about 600 years ago, um, from Afghanistan. And they actually were known as um, Ayurvedic healers. And my great, great, great grandfather, um, he and his brother were both healers, uh, and they were the doctor the doctors for the uh, Indian moguls at the time, the Indian kings. Um, So they were the doctors for the royalty prior to the British invasion. And then when the British came uh, and they wiped out the, uh, you know, the the kingdoms, uh, my family continued that tradition, but then they got more into um, um, management, business management and politics. And so I have a history of uh, people who were, you know, pretty substantial in, in the political uh, shift that India went through since 1947, 48. And, uh, but they also did a lot of charity work. They would do Ayurvedic um, or holistic healing or homeopathic healing. Um, and so my father was raised around this. And if you know my dad and he's hilarious, um, but he, his favorite pastime I tell him is trying to get us to take, you know, healthy, like Ayurvedic medicine and <laughs> homeopathic medicine. I'm like, dad, <laughs> you know, he's like, Oh, you got it. Like a big fat Greek wedding. You saw that film, the dad yeah. with his little uh, Windex. <laughs> my dad is almost the same way with like, he told me just uh, last week and he's been on me about this. Cause I've been having problems sleeping. He's like, you need to put garlic under your pillow. <laughs> I'm like, dad, I'm 40, almost 40. I'm not going to put garlic under my pillow. (laughs) So, uh, but anyway, long story short. So he has a history of that. And he was raised around 
astrology and numerology and all these things. And uh, so he really started learning about it from people in India. And when he came to America, he started doing research and he was, I guess, part of the new age uh, community that uh, was here in the 70s and 80s and 90s. And uh, so he started to learn more about numerology and then he started to play with, uh, you know, his style of numerology. And some of it was influenced by one of my stepmothers who did astrology uh, for fun too. And so he kind of utilized some of the astrological aspects of um, uh, numerology and, and astrology where they intersected. And then he also had his own um, observations. And so through all that, he designed his own numerological system. And that is basically the structure for what I do. But as you mentioned, because I'm a coach and I know about neuroscience, uh, as it relates to coaching, I now try to take the numerology that I learned, plus the coaching aspects um, and the neuroscience, especially, and I try to infuse those together so that people who interact with me or if I have you know coaching sessions with them, they really get a, a whole mind-body package, right? So it's, it, we go through everything. We don't just deal with one issue, we go way, way deep down inside and figure out exactly what it is that's going on. And numerology, I almost look at it like an assessment, like the DISC assessment or Hogan or one of those assessments that you would take, you know, personality type of assessments. And it helps to kind of unpack some of the stuff that you may be stuffing down inside or it's out there, you know it, but you just kind of ignore it a little bit. So we bring all that up to the surface. Cool. Yeah. So I don't know a lot about numerology, but I'm fascinated with numbers. Um, I tend to, and a lot of people that I've talked to see repetition of different number patterns. Um, Path 11 was named after our, us seeing 1111, 111 constantly. And then it was funny because I didn't even know that I was born at 111 while I was making the Path 11 podcast. And we had met someone that had done some numerology and astrology. And she was like, oh, well, I need to know what time you were born. I'm like, I have no idea. She said, it's on your birth certificate. I'm like, okay. And then I get my birth certificate. I'm like, oh my God, it's 111, you know, and we were having the 1111 phenomenon. So um, I've, one of my lucky numbers has always been 13. You know, I wore it in all my sports. And the weird thing will be like, I'll buy random concert tickets or, um, you know, tickets to sporting events or whatever the case may be, or even my plane seats sometime. And it's like, I will ran randomly get seat number 13, you know, and it has become a running joke in my family where when I go somewhere, and even hotel numbers will add up to 13, you know, so I'm constantly taking pictures. And I'm like, see, look, 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 this was not planned. Um, you know, also three, two, one tends to be um, a number two that repeats often. So lots of threes, nines, twelves, thirteens, and you know the elevens and stuff. So, right. so I uh, met a lady, and she said, "Oh, let me figure out what your life path number is." Mike and I, um, you know, when we first started Path Eleven, and she added up all the digits of my date of birth, the month the day, the year, added his up, and he is a life path 11. So we thought that was cool because we were having the 11-11. And I was told I'm a life path nine. And when I had looked up and Googled what is a life path nine, you know, something having to do with like the number nine is about completion. And it sounded to be pretty accurate in the field of a mental health therapist and, you know, kind of a healer and doing some of that. So some of it, I was like, oh, well, that's really cool. And that's about where my relationship with numerology kind of you know, stopped, but I'm constantly 
adding numbers up of like when I go out to eat, what table number am I? I'm, you know, driving down the road. Yesterday I was driving and all of these turkeys passed, you know, so I'm like, ooh, spirit guide turkeys, what's right? And there were 13, you know, so I'm constantly counting. And, you know, it just kind of feels like, you know, with the world and, you know, physics and this and that, it seems like everything is about numbers. So, so what exactly is this numerology thing and why are numbers important and how can you tell just by the date of birth that I am this life path and, you know, this describes a lot of the qualities about my personality. It's so weird and fascinating at the mm. same time. Yeah. So I, thank you for asking that great question. Um, and I love to tell people about this because you're so right. There's so many things um, in physics and beyond that have to do with vibrations and numbers, right? The Fibonacci, for example. Um, so what I tell people is that at the time that you were born, the solar system was in a certain configuration and the energy from those planets really was the energy of the time. And so as you breathe life into this world, um, that is where your energy comes from. That's the life energy that you, you carry through uh, to the end. And so each number is almost a vibration of energy. Um, if you think of like bells, you know, they do the Christmas bells at the end of the year or other, other uh, things like that. It's a vibration that you're listening to. And so we all have um, vibration patterns throughout our lifetime. And so for me, the um, numbers really help show me where the energy is supporting you in your chart. Um, so you have positives and negatives to every number, just like a magnet, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you put the two positives together, they stick, you put positive and negative together and they push apart. So every number has positive and negatives. And I imagine um, life and energy as a flowing river. And so for you and your life, your life path nine. And so that's a certain uh, temperature pattern uh, current within that river. And you can either flow with it or you can fight against it. And if you're fighting against it, that's when you're gonna hit uh, roadblock, 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 right? So I try to help people by becoming aware of their energy patterns and their energy flows. And say, if you wanna just turn your little inner tube around and you know grab a cocktail and head down the road, <laughs> you know, just go with the flow. And so uh, for me, I just try to read the energy and people are like, well, that's crazy. That doesn't make sense. And I'll put it to you in a neuroscience way or biology, I guess. Um, people are made of about 65 to 75% water. That's just what we're made of. And you imagine the earth and it's mostly covered by water. Well, the gravitational pull of the moon dictates how the uh, waves in the ocean uh, flow, right? And the current of the ocean. So you're telling me that the moon can can change the ocean, but it can't change a, a mere human. I mean, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's how I explain it to people because then it's like, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, but long story short, yes, yeah, so nines are exceptionally beautiful people. Uh, I mean that internally and externally, they're known for their beauty. Um, they also are, you said uh, earlier, it's the number of completion. Uh, and that's true, it's really about your soul having uh, reached a certain enlightenment point. And so this is uh, for you, you're here on this earth to really finish on un uh, complete unfinished business. Um, but you're also here to grow spiritually and here to uh, be the guiding light 
for so many other people. And so the fact that you're doing this podcast uh, and that you really are here to help people become enlightened is so, so nine of you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, there's so many other aspects to your chart too. So you're not just one note. And the way that I look at your charts, I read about 23 different numbers oh, in wow. one person's chart. And it usually takes me about an hour to three hours to analyze the chart. Um, for you specifically, April, because you did give me your birthday yesterday, so I had a little time to take a look at it. But <clears throat> um, being born on the 17th of April means that you have just an insatiable appetite for knowledge, mm. right? So just, just hearing about something isn't enough. You want to dig down to the absolute root of the issue. You want to know, know, know as much as you can about a subject and about a thing. And you're always inquisitive, I imagine. Um, but you also have a very good way of communicating. You're very direct and straightforward. You know, you're an honest person. Uh, people always know where they stand with you. Um, so those are all good insights. But as you transition later on into your life, you're going to find that you're much more um, business minded. And you've probably seen that shift already in, in your lifetime where you've gone more from uh, being out there and, and learning. And now you're trying to apply and implement a lot of what you've learned. And so that's going to continue to grow and grow and grow for you. Um, it seems like just I'm, I have some notes here. But it seems like looking at your current year that you're in in 2020, there's definitely been a lot of fogginess. Um, and I feel like there could be some emotional disruptions or um, interruptions to your energy level, which might be a little low right now. But also it looks like a lot of emotional situations uh, maybe going on in the background could be family or, or friends that you're having to deal with. But thankfully, um, because we're almost to the 17th of um, September, I think by the time we get to about next week, you're going to feel much stronger and you're going to be much more um, energized and ready to start making definitive plans to bring up your energy and really get rid of some of the uh, fog around you. Um, so that was just some of the immediate things that I looked at. I don't know if any of that resonates with you or not. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's really interesting. I've always had a thirst for knowledge. Definitely very inquisitive. You're um, spot on. And just so the audience knows, this is the first time I've met her. We haven't talked. I mean, I just, yes. we, she, we were emailing each other late last night. I'm like, did you get the link to the podcast? And she's sending me her new website. And I'm like, Hey, by the way, here's my birthday. Maybe, you know, you'd like to um, give me a little bit of a reading. So, you know, my listeners can hear it because my listeners have followed me through. So my listeners also know that, um, It'll almost be a year. I can't even believe it. But October 19th of 2019, my mom was uh, tragically passed away. Mm. And so 2020 has been a huge fog. I've been in a ton of, you know, grief because of it, uh, the way mm. that she had passed the relationship. Um, you know, so there was a lot of fog and then COVID hit. And then when COVID hit, I was in the process, very interesting about you're talking about the business mind, because I am completely restructuring my entire business mm -hmm. and um, changing it and actually doing, I'm going to be selling products now and doing right. many more classes and teaching and really transitioning a little bit out of the one-on-one -on -one therapy. 
um, and doing more of like the healing and um, I'm going to have a little mini store for the first time. And September 17th is right about around the time when I will have literally all of my furniture moved in, my rugs are being delivered in the new place, all of my product is being delivered. Um, So really, I would say mid-September in these next couple of weeks, I'm going to be very much rooted and planted in the new space. So I've been in limbo for a while and the vision is becoming clearer as with, you know, our PAP 11 TV and that's coming up in November. Um, So yeah, I mean, just the little snippet of what you had said is like, whoa, see, it's so crazy. It's like, (laughs) how do you know that just by the number? So interesting. So it can take you like an hour to three hours to look at a chart. And so are you also looking at the four? So for those of you that don't know, my birthday is April 17th, 1977. So are you also looking at those numbers, the month, the number four, 17, 77? Uh, do you also look at the time of birth? I don't know if you needed that as well. Yeah, so um, to answer your question, yes, to all of it. Um, I really don't focus too much on the time unless there's a very specific time-sensitive matter mm-hmm. um, that needs to get like down to the hour, right? And then I can look more into the time, except in situations where... Um, there's a twin or triplet. Um, I need to know not only what time, but also the birth order that the person was born in. And um, also if they're um, born near midnight, I'd say if you're born anywhere between 11 p.m. to midnight or midnight to uh, 1 a.m., somewhere in that uh, range, then we have to look at the birth time because then I'll have to analyze a couple of charts for you in order to get a better sense of what is actually going on. Mm-hmm. Um So in those situations, timing is important. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So real life example here, if I were to come to you, which I'm probably going to be booking a session after this (laughs) podcast, um, but this is how I'm thinking I would possibly use your services and let me know if this is what, what you're working with. Right. So I'm an entrepreneur and here I am having a big shift in business, Mm -hmm. dealing with fear. Am I making the right decision? Am I going to lose clients? Am I going to get new clients? Is this the right thing? I'm totally trying something new, right? New location completely uprooted and moved. Um, So would I then come to you and as you're looking at my birthday and stuff like that, would you be able to give me guidance in making this decision or, um, you know, are we also looking at the address and the the numbers of the address of where the building is? I mean, I'm not sure like how much of the numbers and the numerology, but is that how somebody would kind of utilize your services? Like I'm going through a change and what do you see Mm -hmm. for me? And Mm -hmm. are you also looking at the astrological birth chart with the numerology or is it completely different? Um, I do not uh, look at the astrological charts. In fact, i I don't know a whole lot about astrology. I'm trying to learn more. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, However, um, so yes, to answer your question, if you were, say, a business professional, and this is, um, I'll give you a recent example. Uh, I had a lady who, uh, her husband um, was a stockbroker. She is a currency trader. And they were making a decision to uh, leave the country. They wanted to go live in Europe. That was one of their dreams that they had whenever they first got married. And they have a couple of kids now, but they've already started the process. They already were making arrangements. They already had their house up for sale. I think it already had a contract on it, so on and so forth. Well, she came to me um, just to kind of get a sense of like, what's going to happen? What, is this going to be an easy transition or not? Because there was a lot of uh, chaos around the time that they were moving. And I looked and I said, well, first of all, I don't really see you moving. Um, I see two I see two moves, but I don't see you going across 
um, the ocean and staying there for any length of time. If you do go, you may have to come right back. And uh, secondly, I was looking at their business because she was very concerned that um, her husband was planning on retiring and she was going to be the main breadwinner. And she was wondering how that transition was going to take place because she could work remotely. And so I looked at that and it just looked like there was um, some concepts that they had about what they wanted and their goals and what the energy was supporting for the time. And I told her that I really didn't feel like things were going to play out the way that they had anticipated and that it would be a good idea for her to really make sure that um, her husband got some uh, good counseling before he made some of these transitions because uh, there was some unresolved issues uh, around what he was doing. And I felt like he may be um, having a higher stress level. He could be taking it out on her and the family a little bit, uh, not in an aggressive way, but just, you know, kind of being a little uh, stressed out and, and um, uh, you know how that goes, uh, fussy. Uh, so long story short, um, turns out they canceled their plans to relocate uh, to the other, to the UK. Um, they did sell their house. They ended up living in a temporary location, and then they did end up making a second move. Um, her husband was at the end of his um, uh, uh, career deciding, well, maybe I really do need to go do something else or just stay in my current role. But there's a lot of dissatisfaction around that. So there's you know work around that that he was having to do. And uh, so she was kind of like, this was crazy. Like we already had our passports. We were already booked to go to the embassy. We were going to, you know, finish up all that stuff. And here you come telling us it's not happening. And she's like, I was kind of like, yeah, right, Nassim, whatever. And she said, sure enough, you know, within 30 days, our entire plans had changed and we ended up staying in the, in the U.S. So that's just one example of what could possibly happen. As far as looking at numbers, looking at addresses, I do it for myself, um, but there's not really one answer for one person. So just like uh, you, April, you said that you see a lot of 11s and you see a lot of 13s and that's kind of a deal for you. So for your chart, uh, 13 is number four and that's actually a very stable number, right? So it gives you a lot of stability, but it also gives you creativity. It gives you drive to accomplish things. Well, for me, that might be a different situation. It might be restrictive. It might make me go into a chaotic uh, you know, where I couldn't put any uh, plans together. So because of the charts being different, it does matter uh, the per who the person is and uh, what the uh, what the address is to a certain degree. But there are situations where you just have to move. And so, you know, don't I don't want to say don't take the numbers and the buildings uh, seriously, but, you know, in certain situations, you just have to make a decision that's good for you overall. So um, I have a, a doctor that lives not too far from me, and uh, he and his family were thinking about moving. And uh, the um, the mother was moving with them, and she was like adamant, "I'm not going to move here because the numbers aren't right. I'm not going to move here." <laughs> and I told her, "Look, you know, you just got to let some of that go, and just be aware that you know there could be some energy that might be a little challenged, but you'll be okay. And uh, you know, overall, everything will be fine." So. So it's kind of a mixed bag, I guess. It just depends on on the individual, on the location. I do read the numbers for myself because I want to know what I'm getting into. But, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's it's all about energy, right? So it can be positive or negative, just like I said. Right. Um, can you talk also a little bit about the number three? I've always been really interested mm -hmm. in that because, you know, we always hear the saying things happen in threes. 
Um, it has, anytime I hear of a death, I'm always like, where's the other two? Where are they going to come from? I always hear death in threes. Um, you know, they talk about the Trinity, the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. So what, what's magical about the number three? You know, or, or is it magical? I don't even know if it is, but. Well, when you think about a nine, it is, um, uh, three, it is three threes, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, three is an air number. Um, and it's, it's really, it's, uh, not well contained. It's in the moment. It's, it can be spiritually connected. Three is about teaching. It's about communicating. And you actually have a very prominent three in your chart for the first 50 years, which is probably why you're doing some of this media now and, uh, connecting with people and, and books and all that kind of stuff is because it's a, it's a community, it's a communicative number. So you're almost, um, how do I say this? You're almost speaking and translating for those of us that can't hear messages. You're speaking and translating the, the message that the universe or the angels want others to hear. So you're the, you're the speaker for, or the megaphone for, or the microphone for, you know, the universe as a three and threes are very intelligent. Um, I don't know about the pattern of, of things showing up in three, um, I don't know if that's a coincidence or, you know, whenever you buy a car and it's a right. certain color and a certain style and all of a sudden every, every car on the road, you're like, oh, that's my car. That's my car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it could be some of that, too. Um, but I do want to say that, uh, it, you know, it's interesting. Some people do ask me about that often. Um, I think it's just an awareness thing. It might be an opportunity for you to to become aware of something. It might be a special message for you. Um, so if you do start noticing patterns of certain numbers in your life, just become aware whenever I engage in this uh, awareness and I start to observe what's going on around me when this happens, ask yourself, well, what, what's the, what does it feel like? What, what's going on in my personal life at the moment? Who's, who's connected with me? So it could be a message for you specifically. Uh, I, as a numerologist, don't have the answer for you in those situations, but um, that's just it's a curious situation and, and circumstance when that does happen. Yeah. So now you have me even more intrigued. And now since you know, I'm a nine, I'm going to go even deeper because right, <laughs> what you just told me isn't enough. I got to know more. Um, but when you say three is in, I don't know if you said my chart for 50 years, like, okay, so what does that mean? Like, cause I've seen, um, I've gone to astrologists and they've been able to, I don't even know. I don't know if it's similar to like, but they were able to see like, they, I, it was just, they knew the time and like the year of when I opened my business or, you know, when a relationship had ended. And so how do you see 50 years out in numbers? Like, is there actually a, a number chart or something that you are plugging into something that is showing you a lifeline of the numbers through a person's life? Yes. Wow. And, and it's okay. not it's not something I plug into specifically. It's something I, I have to hand uh, I have to handcraft every uh, every chart. Wow. So, yeah. But it does show the timeline from uh, even pre-birth all the way to post, um, you know, so it's pretty specific. And as I said earlier, I can I can do general um, information and just kind of show you, well, this is what's really around you right now. Um, or there's very specific 
questions sometimes that come up for people like when should I start a business or when should I move or, you know, when should I get married? Um, <laughs> things like that that people want to know. I, I can and do a lot of that. I also like to take it a little deeper and go into more of the spiritual purpose behind these experiences that you have, because that's part of my coaching experience. And also um, having done so many neuroscience certifications and the more I would research um, neuro neuroscience, the more I realized that, you know, it's just a language and numerology almost gives me another vehicle or another language to communicate things that they're finding out about now with the fMRIs and, and doing the neuroscience. Um, so it's kind of, um, it's interesting, but yes, you do have, um, I look at about a hundred years, um, just in case, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so there's a, there's possibility around every day, every hour, every month, every week. Um, so yeah, it's, it's wow. pretty specific. Okay. And then help me to understand this too. So if you're reading a hundred years out, so, you know, and I'm more familiar with people looking at my birth chart and astrology and they're kind of batching stuff with the planets. Mm -hmm. So what are your numbers coinciding with in order for you to read 100 years out? Is it also the planets or is it just the numbers of the year like 2020? And, you know, you're saying you're looking at almost over 120 something numbers in my chart. So what are they connected to that's able to give you this information? Oh, so. So it's not not 120 numbers, um, oh, okay. but it's about an average charts about 23 to 25 numbers, depending on a few things. Oh, but, okay, um, sorry about that. No, no, no. But then whenever you start drilling into those specific times in your life, then I have to compile all new charts for each one of those questions. Really, oh wow. And that does um, it does uh, coordinate with the planets and with the energy of the planets, but not. And not as you would in astrology and that it matters where the planets are today in astrology and how that affects your charting. Um, as I said earlier, numerology for me and the way I read it, it's the breath of life whenever you first came into this world that really impacts the energy that you bring with you throughout your lifetime. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, it, it doesn't necessarily matter where the planets are, or the stars are at that moment. Um, it can have influence in the chart. Um, but again, I don't know the astrological side of, um, you know, predictive stuff. So I, I don't really know how to put those two together, if that makes sense. So I only use what I know. And that's through the numerological system that my dad, you know, shared with me. So Wow. So it's so cool. Um, so let me ask you too, because I know a lot of people probably are, you know, listening to this and they're like, oh, I want to ask her, what does this number mean? Or, you know, what's four, 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 right? A lot of people talk about the angel <laughs> numbers, two, 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 four, 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 five, 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 six, six, six. Um, yeah. so is there, is it just coincidence when people see repetition of numbers or do you feel that numbers really are speaking to people? Like you said, it's a sound, it's a vibration. Um, what does the repetition of numbers mean? Yeah, I think um, I think if I'll maybe I'll explain it this way. Um, I think going back to what I said earlier, April is it's it's really it could be a message specific to you or for you. Um, for instance, sometimes in life I'll encounter someone that has the same name, and I'll encounter three or four people in a row that have the same name, and I'm like, oh, this is really weird. Mm -hmm. um, but what I realized later is that, you know what, 
they were different people and it was a different interaction, but there was something very similar about uh, the message or the lesson. And maybe I didn't hear it the first time. So maybe that's why uh, the universe introduced the second or third or fourth person in my life uh, to give me an opportunity like, hey, you need to pay attention to this. Hey, wake up. We've got a message for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, this is an opportunity for growth, you know. So as far as repeating numbers, like I know when the clock says 444 and I'm like, oh, make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or 1111, make a wish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but really four is about stability. So uh, maybe there's a message there in terms of um, needing stability in your life or it's trying to bring you, uh, in my chart reading, I look at four as a Saturnian or Saturn um, type of energy. So it's very stable, uh, very uh, rigid at times, but it also brings a lot of balance and it's very connected to the earth. So maybe it's a moment where you are going through something in your life where you're feeling very uh, disconnected and that's your opportunity to become aware of this disconnected feeling and figure out how you can move forward and become more connected, you know, mm -hmm. but I, I don't, again, I don't really read repeating numbers or I don't really have a whole lot of background with knowing what that means. So I, I'm not sure specifically, but sure. yeah, no, that's okay. I just figured yeah. I'd ask. Yeah. Um, and so what life path number are you? Oh, I'm an eight. And all business. <laughs> all the, okay, so I bet you there's eight life path numbers listening and they're like, oh, tell me more. Okay, so what's the eight mean? Uh, we're just like, we are the quintessential business people, like um, very like, very solid. Uh, we can be larger than life sometimes. Uh, some people say eights are like Leos and I'm also a Leo, so there you go. Ah, um, but I got Leo rising in my chart. <laughs> But, um, you know, good people, uh, we can't be domineering. We like things our way. Uh, we can be materialistic at times, uh, but we can also be very um, loving, caring. And the people that we do bring into our life, um, they have our, you know, we have their back no matter what. So similar to some of the Leo energies there. Um, just overall, though, very good in business uh, or business minded, I should say, um, and typically are trying to be in a management or leadership role in anything that we do in life, right? So um, that's whether we're in the kitchen or in the boardroom, people are going to hear what we have to say. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And I know we're running out of time. I could talk yeah. to you for hours. I just, I just love you and uh, love what you're doing. But could we maybe for the listeners and the viewers, can you give a couple of words for each life path number? Because we, we kind of talked about what nines are. You're an eight. Can we go seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero, and just a couple of words for um, those people who are listening and maybe we haven't talked about their number yet? Yeah, and if it's okay with you, I know we're uh, running a little lower on time, but I'd like to just honor the people uh, in 9-11 or who have been touched by 9-11. Mm -hmm. um, and there was, um, if I could say this in a broad context without having a lot of um, uh, opportunity to talk about it, but there was definitely an opportunity and a lesson in that day. And for all of us that have uh, people that we love or cherish and have been touched by that, um, please know that, you know, the people that did pass on are still with us in so many ways. So um, that being said, I would like to, I guess, start with zero because that's how I start. And zero is um, a cousin to the nine in that it is the completion as well, but it's um, almost a higher level of spiritual connection um, to the um, 
the spirit world and the earth. And so there is a lot of similarity between nine and zeros. So people who are born on the zero one or zero two or zero three day of a month and so on and so forth, that does impact your chart. Um, so I'll go with number one being uh, very independent. Uh, people who are number ones tend to lead the pack. Uh, people like their energy, they get things done. Uh, number twos are uh, very compassionate diplomats. Uh, they tend to be people that can uh, put uh, um, opposing groups together. So we need some more twos in politics, but interestingly, they can also uh, do the opposite and break things up sometimes. Uh, number threes, as I said earlier, are the teacher. They really are the communicators of the, of the, um, the group. Uh, they tend to be the life of the party. People always want to be around them. They've got great ideas. Um, so threes are a lot of fun. Uh, number four is very stable. Like I said, it's uh, the builder, right? It's people that are connected deeply to the earth. People that have a lot of fours in their chart tend to get a lot of rejuvenation being outdoors and even plants uh, and things of that nature. Uh, number fives are <clears throat> fireballs. They, uh, they also like to party, but they really are about change and adventure and they love everything in life. They want to test out and try everything in life. Uh, so fives are a lot of fun. They also are a very Mars-like energy, so they can be charged and be, you know, very aggressive at the same time. Sixes are like Mother Nature. They are the carers uh, of the world. They they really tend to connect deeply when uh, they're serving other people, nurses, uh, doctors, people that uh, give in service to to the world or, or typically have sixes in their charts. Uh, sevens are very cerebral. They're the intellects. They're the researchers, the people who are really like, um, uh, like you have insatiable appetite for learning. You have a lot of sevens in your chart, born 77. Mm -hmm. um, eights, of course, are the business people. We, we tend to be, um, again, very uh, uh, aggressive sometimes in our analytics of how we like things done, but we also have huge hearts and care so much for the people around us. And then, of course, nines are just incredibly spiritual people, and they really do tend to lead the pack as far as spiritual growth. Um, and then we have master numbers, too. So 11, 22, and 33, these are all master numbers. So they have a different spiritual um, purpose, but uh, they are also very connected and um I'd say generally, uh, they tend to have a very strong draw. People are drawn to them. And uh, my baby sister, who is uh, a psychotherapist, she is actually born on the 11th of August. And she she does care a lot about people and people are just drawn to her. She's so intelligent and so so loving and so strong. So, um, so I think that's covers everything. I don't know if you yeah. have any questions about that or. That oh was my that. God. Come on, girl. We can go on. We can keep going and going and going, but um, I know that we're running out of time, but I am sure our listeners are going to be in touch with you. Let them know how they can contact you. Um, if they would like to get a reading, how can people make appointments with you? Are you doing yeah. them online? Um, for those yeah. of us that can't fly to Texas right now. And, uh, yeah. So um, it's great. So they can go to my website, thenumerologycoach.com. Um, and I actually do have appointments available for Zoom sessions. Um, I do a few in-person sessions. I like to do numerology sessions followed up by coaching, if possible, because I think that really helps people um, along. Um, if not, you can also do an e-reading. So that would be a, a reading that you would order online. And uh, then I would send you a pre 
a recording of your reading uh, that you get in the mail within 10 business days. Um, so that's in case we can't find the right time for us to meet together. Um, I am working on a book right now. It talks about numerology and Ayurveda. I had hoped to have that, have that done uh, by now, but it's not quite there yet, but I should have it ready and available in October. So if people want to go to the website, thenumerologycoach.com, sign up for the newsletter that we have, and we will we'll be doing more and more announcements whenever all that stuff comes available. So that's, that's what I would recommend. And I'm, of course, I'm always available on social media as well. Now, are you ever going to teach what you know? Because I want to learn. <laughs> I want to learn some so I can add, you know, add like a little bit, you know, it would be really yes. cool, you know, to the, but are you going to teach what, what your dad passed on to you? So I do have uh, some training events uh, online and I, I was doing in person, but with COVID. Um, so my father has not given me permission to oh. teach everything that I know, but there are certain aspects that are kind of universal mm -hmm. in numerology. And so part of the book that I'm also creating um, talks about some of the universal principles that people can start to look at and apply in their life. And uh, so, yes, there, there are uh, future courses coming. Um, I'm still working on my dad to give me full permission to go out and, and teach what he's taught me, but uh, it's still a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me of my grandmother. She'd never give out her, um, her, her recipe, recipe. Yeah. <laughs> for her homemade pizza. And to this day, we try and try and try and it still yes. doesn't taste like grandma. So I get it. I totally get it. But um, no, wonderful. So I'm so excited that you've agreed to come back on Path 11 TV in January, mm -hmm. January 11th. Look out for Nassim. Um, and we're going to figure that out and what she'll provide for us. But she'll definitely give us some more information about 2021, what that'll bring. And uh, hope to have you guys head on over to Path 11 TV, get your membership. Don't forget, use the code podcast 25. That will give you 25% off the first three months. Um, you can also buy a yearly membership. And if you head on over to the Path 11 TV on 1111, we are going to have some giveaways and some goodies for you guys. So this was a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much. I am definitely going to be in touch with you because I need to know more about my chart <laughs> and especially during this time. So I would love to be coached by you as well. Um, so yeah, many blessings and congratulations of coming out and sharing what you know with the world. I think you're going to heal a lot of people. I also love your website. I was totally digging the colors. I am a pink and gray and white girl. And I was like, oh, I love this website. Yes, there it is. It's beautiful. Um, and I know that you were just kind of rebranding everything and, yes. you know, updating it. And it really looks just beautiful. This is my kind of vibe. So I knew I was going to love you <laughs> as soon as I saw your website before I met you. So um, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah it really gives gives a nice uh, just tone to who you are and the energy that that you give off. So I wish you a lot of luck. I don't think you're going to need luck. Um, but yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So all right, guys, head on over Thank to you. her website. Let her know that you listen to her on the Path 11 podcast. So she has an idea um, yes. as well. All right. Well, thank you so much. And it was wonderful meeting you. Thank you so much, April. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that show. And don't forget to head on over to path11tv.com. Grab your annual membership for $59. Remember, that is 40% off the regular price. 
once November 12th hits, the price is going to go back up to the regular price. So I really want you to take advantage of our launch deal of $59. You get over 75 hours of content that we have on there. And if you register now until November 11th, we are going to email you a private link to the Zoom gallery reading with Suzanne Northrup. And if you would like to watch Suzanne and see what she has to say before the gallery reading, you can tune in to Facebook Live, YouTube Live, or watch it on path11productions.com. She's going to be speaking for about 30 to 45 minutes on November 11th at 11 a.m. We're going to take a short break, and then you are going to head on over to your Zoom room and sit there in the gallery, and hopefully Suzanne will choose you and give you a private reading to connect with your deceased loved ones. So head on over to path11tv.com. Take advantage of the annual membership. Remember, the monthly membership does not give you the Zoom link. You have to purchase the annual membership in order to get into the gallery reading Zoom room. All right, guys, take care.